No Limit Texas Hold'em is the Cadillac of poker. You don't happen to have 8,000 bucks on you. Oh, no, no, we don't use money in heaven. Comes in pretty handy down here, Bob. Oh, you just want a million? You're making a run at it, aren't you? Rolling up a stake and going to Vegas. Welcome to episode number 12 of When the Chips Are Down podcast. From living in a van playing low six cash to battling in Bobby's room in the Bellagio, I am Andrew Biking 19 Peeper. Yeah, welcome to doing anything outside of your house. Joined by my co-host, the one and only GOAT, Joe Tihan. And this is why you fucking peel. Whether you've been on the tables for years or are just now dipping your toe into the most complex game on the planet, this podcast has something for you. What program player hasn't watched Rounders and Mike McTee jet off to Vegas think, man, I wish I could do that. Well, this podcast is about some guys that did, guys that are doing, and a guy that wants to do that. So hopefully it'll provide a lot of perspective into what all being a professional poker player is and what that looks like in today's day and age. All right, get into Bobby's Room B. You want in a real game, I'll hook you up. High stakes, exclusive clientele. And uh, I guess he'll be back in Bobby's room tomorrow. So uh, what's, uh, what's 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 going on in the high stakes? Uh, well, so no Bobby's room for quite a while. I'm getting back in there tomorrow. Um, but I have been playing. Uh, Wins had a good bit of like poker tournaments anywhere from like two to three k buy-ins they had a few 10ks i didn't play any of the 10ks but uh i did play some cash games there and i had like i had just like one of the most epic hands i've had in like quite some time um that i'll tell you about and then uh yeah yeah that, that, man i I've been I've been struggle I've been on the struggle bus lately, man. It's nothing seems to be going my way. And I'll tell you, man. After twenty years, it's like I'm always realizing new shit that I didn't realize about poker, and like, and some of it, especially in like tournaments. And I knew this before, but it's like you could be doing everything right, and just you just lose, like. Mm-hmm. And people know that. Everyone knows that, but it yeah, it doesn't make it any easier. But yeah, no. you could just do everything right and lose. Yes, yeah, yeah, Scott Scott and I talk about this quite a bit cuz we both come from like a sports background and it's it's poker's just so weird and though it's like a one one of the very few competitive things that you can do absolutely everything right and and uh yeah, and and still lose uh with with all the variants uh like it's usually if you lose then it's like all right well what did we do wrong well not much like we uh, we uh did everything right it just didn't go our way i mean um hockey is probably like one one of the most sports that it, that is like that where you know a team really can you know dominate the other team and but you know they just like have a couple you know give up a couple like soft goals or they you know the, the goal other goalie stands on his head for whatever reason and you know st- kills off, you know, eight power plays and and they still get and they pull out the W. Like that happens, but yeah, uh usually the <laughs> usually the team that that's doing stuff right uh uh wins, but not, yeah, not so much in poker. Yeah, yeah, it's true and I guess there's a reason I like games like that. You know, even 
Even like golf, you know, you can hit the right shot. I mean, golf, you do have a little more control over, right? But like, I guess, yeah. let's say on the pro tour, let's say on the pro tour, they could be hitting the right shot and playing the right, you know, all right, I got to play yeah. a nice cut here to the middle of the green. They leave themselves an 18 footer and they lip out, you know what I mean? Or like, and, and it can happen like over and over. But I think that's why those games and, and games like backgammon uh mm-hmm. backgammon's an- another game of like of chance plus skill that's that i find very very entertaining and and fun um there's enough luck and enough skill that that's involved that yeah keeps it keeps it fun keeps it entertaining but also makes it torturous <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah 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 golf is a really great example of all the variants uh and that my, my dad is a big golf fan so that's that's kind of how i related poker to him i was i was like well dad like you watch a lot of golf like you know if the, the if the number one player in the world enters a tournament and he busts on day one and he doesn't qualify for in advance is he not the number one player in the world anymore no like he just had you know he ran bad like he's had a bad day yeah (laughs) yep that's so true man um but i think that's why you know a lot of these games have a lot of similarities um but i i also think that's what makes them so entertaining you know yeah Um, for sure yeah so let me get it let me get into it i'll tell you this beat well well, I'll tell you this hand, and it's fresh in my mind because it happened like three day, two days ago. And man, I I quite I had to walk this one off for quite a while. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I was playing uh, twenty five fifty no limit at the win. Um, you know, they had a lot of people there, big tournaments, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we had a nice twenty five fifty cash game, and. I was sitting about 23,000 deep with another guy who actually had me covered. Uh, and we're playing quarter 50. And uh, it's a full nine-handed table, right? So he's first. He's under the gun plus one, and he opens to 150. And now the set, the guy right behind him calls 150, and... I'm in like the hijack or the cutoff, like near the button or whatever. I make it 750 with pocket queens. Um, and now it's fold, fold back to the original pre flop razor, who now makes it 2300, which is a pretty good size four bet. Um, and I really don't love my hand. I mean, to be honest. I'm not, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not crazy about it. Uh, the guy hasn't really gotten out of line. Um, you know. But, so, yeah. By no means am I loving my hand. Um, but with that being said, and being 23,000 or whatever deep effective with this guy, I, I think it's a little too tight just to fold right there. Um... It, yeah, I could get I could get myself in a lot of really shitty spots, especially the queens. They're just so hard to play. Like, I can't call like a lot. I I just can't take like 
a lot of pressure with just one pair. Like even even if I do have an over pair in this spot, mm-hmm. I mean not right. for that much, not for that much money, anyways. Um, so it's just like it's really kind of a shitty spot. And and to be honest, I don't even I don't love calling, but I just I did feel like it's a little too tight just to like go in that spot um, when we're so deep. So anyways, I called the twenty three hundred. Uh, and we're heads up, he and I. There's about 4,800 in the pot. And the flop comes three of clubs, four of diamonds, queen of clubs. And I'm like, and this is why you fucking peel. And <laughs> this is why you take <laughs> <it> up. <laughs> Just like, oh my gosh, right? And now a lot of times they're just going to like, they'll check there, they'll give up, whatever. But now he see bets like $1,700. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is just gin rummy. This guy has an overpair. Like he's not messing around. He four bets me pre. He's still continuing on this flop. Like, I don't know for sure that he has an overpair, but I think it's pretty, there's a good chance. Um, anyways, yeah, he, yeah. Bets, he bets 1700 right there. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get too cute. I think he's got an over pair and he's not really going to get away from it. Um, I'm just going to raise it right here, right? So he bets 1700. I make it 4400. Uh, not a huge raise, but like a pretty decent sized raise. Actually, yeah. it's kind of a small raise. It's kind yeah, of a really small, small raise. I could have went bigger, to be honest, but I make it forty four hundred. Uh, and now he calls, and we're heads up to the turn, which is a jack of diamonds. So it's queen, three, four, jack with two clubs and two diamonds. Uh, and now there's nine plus forty. Uh, yeah, there's what like fourteen in the pot or something. Mm-hmm. And now he he checks to me, and I bet fifty five hundred with only like eleven point five behind. Okay. And he thinks for a little bit, calls again, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is just absolute gin rummy. And then uh, the river comes, the ace of hearts. Ugh. And and I, right when I saw the river, I'm like, oh, no, please don't tell me this is. <laughs> don't tell me. Just don't tell me, right? And and now he, like, stops. You know, he's, like, slows down, stops, covers his cards, double checks his cards, rethinks about it, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting there, like. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> like, I, I just don't know what else to say. Anyways, uh, he thinks for uh, quite a while. And then he counts out a bet of $10,000. USD. Um, and, and this is the spot in poker that it's just like... <laughs> I mean, you know. Like, right. I knew. I just knew. Right? I mean, I knew. 
I know the guy has aces. I've been playing poker long enough. I know the guy has two aces in his hand. <laughs> uh, and I, I tanked for a while. I was, I was literally going to pull out coin out of my pocket and flip it. Yeah. To, to go, yeah. Heads I call, tails I fold, or, or whatever. Um, and then just as I was thinking of doing that, I'm just like, you know what? The hell with it. I can't. I don't think I can fold. Uh, you know, maybe he's turning. I couldn't really think of many bluffs he could have. Maybe he's turning kings into a bluff, like a scare card. But but like that would be that would be suicide. He yeah, could have yeah, like that would be so bad. That would be horrible. He could have like ace jack of clubs for two pair or ace queen maybe. But like none of that even makes sense. I mean, he just has uh... two days. He has two eight. <laughs> He has two aces. <laughs> yeah. But um, I I wasn't good enough to find the fold. And uh, so I cost myself another $10,000 by, by paying it off. <laughs> by paying it off. And, uh, you know, I, like, yeah, like I said, I, I could have folded. But sure. whatever. It is what it is. You know, uh, I, I, I tanked for quite a while before I called, I, and I just knew, but I, I just couldn't, I couldn't fold. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I went home that night and just, you know, shaking my head and ordered myself a stuffed crust pizza to to <laughs> take away some of the pain, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just get, just get back at it the next day, and you know, hope, hope your luck changes the next day, but yeah, things have been kind of rough for me lately. Uh, but so it goes. Uh, yeah, I don't. That one's that one's fresh in my mind. <laughs> I wanted to give you that bad beat story. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty gross, man. Um, yeah, yeah, that's been tough. Uh, it, it's been kind of a tough go, like recently, with just just cards in general, but um. Golf's been nice. I've been getting out golfing a bit. And that's a nice way to keep my mind off the, you know, the losing. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, that's, that's good. So, um, how about you? How's, uh, how's the grind? I, I, I saw you post in, in the chat. You had like one of your biggest, uh, pots that you ever were involved in. And like, yeah. Uh, the four figure yeah, pot. Was, yeah, yeah. I'd played. I'd played. Um, I'd played some. I'd played like f maybe five, six four figure pots this year, and but yeah, th yeah, th that was a yeah, that was a, that was the biggest uh, one I was I was involved in uh, last last night. Um, uh, and it was a uh, double board hold'em hand. Double board bomb pot. Yeah, hold'em. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you guys, everyone, ante's about like what, ten bucks? It's a, it's five. Okay, five dollar ante. It's a one three game. Everyone, ante's five. Yeah, a one two, but yeah. Okay, okay, one two. Everyone, ante's five. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a good size ante for for a bomb pot. Yeah, it's five hundred cap. Uh, so I'm I'm sitting with like eight hundred. Um, get dealt uh seven five off, and. The top board comes king queen jack with uh, two spades, and then 
the bottom board comes seven seven five. Okay. So they're like a young recreational guy bets out twenty five. Another call. I'm in the uh, I'm in the cutoff, and I make the call. And then older loose loose gentleman behind me with sitting with like twelve hundred calls. And so we're four ways to a turn. Uh, the turn on the top board is like a brick. It's like a, a five, so I pair a five, but it's whatever. And then, so it's king, queen, jack, two spades, and five. And then um, on, it goes seven, seven, five, and then turn deuce. So just like a beautiful brick. Those are <laughs> your two cards, by the way. Your two yeah. absolute best cards possible. Yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. But the the seven the five on the king queen jack board is not a brick by any means. Okay. I mean, because like, you know, anyone can get it all in with you with like seven eight. Sure, sure. You know, a seven or a seven's a, a monster hand in that spot, right? right? Yeah, five, yeah, exactly. Five is an absolute gin card for you. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, if I get heads up at someone who's going for the same board, yeah, then, yeah, I could scoop. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're right. So, so this time the young guy bets, like, 100, and he started the hand of, like, 400 effective, so not that deep. Other guy folds, and it's on me, and I just call, and then the older, older guy overcalls. So we're three ways to the river. Uh, river is a relative, I guess it brings in a straight-ish on the top, uh, like with the nine, uh, offshoot nine, and then the river is another, another deuce on the other board, so it's seven, seven, five, deuce, deuce. Okay. And the young kid bets, not all in, but like, he bets like 225, and so then I just shove. And I had like six hundred something back, I think. And okay. um, the older guy reshoves and has me covered. And then young guy calls off because he only has like a hundred something back. And the young kid tables king queen for top two on the one board, and I show top full. And then the older guy. Sh- is disgusted and has seven deuce for a second oh, full house. Oh, that's brutal. I was deepest with him, so I got, yeah. Yeah, so I drag like 1,600. Okay, so here's what I'll say about that. Um, normally, with your hand, um, because the board, the top board is so draw-heavy, mm-hmm. right, like, you know, someone could have like an ace-high flush draw, or or whatever. Um, I do like raising with your hand, uh, making some sort of small raise on the on the flop, like um, because other people are going to continue, and you do have the bottom board like pretty close to locked up. Sure. Right. Yeah, that you was can... I debated a bit about it. I was going. That was my initial read was to raise. Yeah. So I I would definitely raise. Um, the flop and I wouldn't make it very big. Uh mm-hmm. but I, I, I would make it like you know fifty or sixty bucks or something, sure. right? 
Right. Just without a little raise, because A-side flush draws are still going to continue, probably. They'll, they'll probably still take one off. Yeah. You know, the King-Queen's going to probably call, like, who knows what's going to happen. But, you you know, you do want to get more money in there. Um, but for sure, when you turn the five, or when you turn the deuce and you turn a pair of fives on the other board, yeah. now, you have an, now you have an absolute monster. Now you know you can't get quartered, or you can't yeah. lose. Right, yeah. The only, the only thing you lose to is like, you know, uh, I mean, nothing. King seven, queen seven, jack seven, where they river a three outer. But like, you literally cannot lose. Uh, yeah. You know, and and you have a two outer, or you you also have a three or a two outer. So like, you're you know you're never ever scooped on the turn. Um, I do like raising the turn for sure. Uh. But you know, as played, uh, well done. Either small on the flop, or uh, but definitely raising the turn when you catch the five on the other board because sure. you, you have completely not not. Um, yeah, and, and there are hands that are going to continue. Mm -hmm. You know, so so. But for what it's worth, you know. But still, nice pop, man. That, yeah. That, that double board's getting so popular now, man. What do you think of it? Uh, I, I I like it. Um, just because people people just play them so horribly. <laughs> um, pe people are pretty bad at them. So like it's it's still just hold them. It's just two boards. But I mean, people just some people just lose their minds and completely like forget that. Oh yeah, I shouldn't be uh, calling with you know, second pair on one board and nothing on the other. Like, that's probably not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. You see it like, even more so, you see it even more so in, uh, in, like, double board Omaha. Like, uh, sure. you know, I saw, yeah. I saw it in one, you know, I seen in one where, like, a guy has, like, just eight deuce, three, four, and one board comes, like, you know, eight, Eight deuce three or something. Mm -hmm. And the other board is ace king queen, and the guy just gets in like just boatloads of money. Sure. Yeah. And he's like raising the whole time, you know, and it's just like Yeah. You are completely dead on the second board. Completely dead. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's just like I would not even want to call a single bet on that. You know, I might call once or whatever and see if I can fill up or exactly, or, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah or whatever. Good. You know, but it's just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you, you see it in multi weight and multi weight spots where it's like, oh, yeah, all the time. Yes, yeah, they. I think they in at TCH. I, I believe they do PLO ones, but yeah, yeah, I saw you saw it all the time down in down in Austin. At, at the lodge, yeah, I mean, people, people are chasing, you know, 10 high flush draws on one board with nothing on the other. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do think it's a good game. I think at some point they are going to, that will be like a World Series of Poker tournament. Um, yeah. I think they should. Why not? I mean, people are enjoying it, right? They they spread those cash games. They spread double board Omaha cash games. Um, yeah, I sure. know, like, Maybe five and ten dollar blind games they spread occasionally here in Vegas. 
Um, I think Resorts World does them sometimes. I know they do them in Texas, where it's just like a straight bomb pot game. Yeah. And I, I think people like them. I mean, to be honest, like, poker, sure, yeah, like, Texas Hold'em is what it is and and whatever, but, like, even the bad players, you know, they don't want to fold you know, 70% of their hands or whatever it is. No one wants to. Nobody likes doing that. No, (laughs) no one likes to, right? So give people a chance to play every hand, Um, you know, and, and the ante is just the ante, right? It's just like, you know, and then you continue from there. Uh, So I, I personally think it's a great game. Uh, I really like it. And I like it for like, I like it because like, Everyone's dealt in and everyone has to play. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, it's you all... can sit there and fold and wait for aces the whole time. And and it's uh I, I think it's a really good game and I think uh if you're a good card player in general, you'll find the that game to be very you'll find it to be fun and profitable. So if you're winning it like you know, just regular hold'em or whatever, like you'll find a way to adjust pretty well to that game as well. Yeah, agreed. Hand ranging and and recognizing, you know, absolute value versus relative hand value. Yeah, then you should yeah, you should you should do well in those. Yeah. Yeah, I played another uh 2K buy-in today at the win, busted that like towards the end of the night. Uh again, I don't feel like I did anything wrong. I got an ace eight on eight deuce or eight three four against deuce six of diamonds so a flush draw on a gutter uh that cost me like you know 60k and then uh lost the flip at the end and and whatever um but you know tournaments are tournaments and whatever you gotta win those you gotta win those spots right yeah um but i will tell you the more i play tournaments the more and more, I mean, a chess clock. That is the only <laughs> goddamn solution, man. It's just like, that is the only solution to all this shit that, like, people are, people have to deal with. And people are just, no one likes sitting around waiting for the same guy. I heard um one guy who is like a, notorious tanker he he just tanks like ridiculously mm-hmm. and someone told me this uh someone said he just got banned from the win because a lot of people uh people had like written complaints and there were multiple people that complained about it and he just got banned from the win from playing because just because he tanked so long and i was like well good for the win right and you know sure, and i know yeah. the guy i know the guy and all that and and uh yeah, I don't agree with it. I hate it. I hate the tanking. It doesn't you know, you don't do anything. It doesn't like do anything for you. It doesn't make you like look one way yeah. or another. It doesn't change the other you're person's getting, actions. You're not getting an edge. there's no edge behind. You're just annoying people. Yep. Right? And even yeah, the dealer the the dealer even said he goes i think they should make a rule where you're not allowed to look at your cards when it's your turn to act <laughs> <And> I, was <laughs> like, I was like that's brilliant right yeah, no one wants like to sit that. there and 
no one wants to sit there and watch you peel back your cards. <laughs> right? Same thing. I mean, it's just like they got to do something about this. But I think the chess clock solves everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, March Madness is coming up. The The wind tournaments have been pretty good. Uh, I haven't had any success, but you can go a long time in these tournaments without doing shit. Yeah, it's just tournaments. Yeah, that yeah. It, w- w- one of the podcasts I listened to was was saying like a lot of people just like don't recognize the the crazy variants and and tournaments. Like you'd have like a businessman right that plays poker recreationally, but he's like a winning player, and he plays like two tournaments a month, and that's what he does. He could he could like not cash for over a year, and you like wouldn't be outside of like standard deviation. Like that'd be normal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, you know, people put a lot of pressure on themselves to like do well in these tournaments, and you know, you only have so much control over over what you do. Yeah, not not too much to to talk about for, on on the ice with sick mitts. Coming soon to a theater near you, sick mitts, starring Jack Eichel, brother. Yes, seven and three this past week, so another like decent week. And yeah, hasn't been a whole lot of stuff going on. Uh, I mean, other than the <laughs> the Buffalo Sabers just forgetting how to play defense for one game and letting <laughs> the Dallas Stars put up ten goals on them, that was kind of absurd. Yeah, we had Dallas that game. Nice. Yeah, picks. Had... <laughs> yeah, that was that was a uh, yeah. No sweat there. <laughs> I will say, and I've said this before, if you got if if our listeners get nothing out of this podcast, at least bet your hockey. I mean, because it is like free money, man. You are just you're really good at it. You are really, really good. And uh yeah, you just uh, I don't know how you do it, but it's it's pretty impressive. I mean, you just find the value where it is and you know, even our dogs, even our plus one eighty dogs and whatever, like they're always in there. You know, we we yeah. had an overtime, we had like an overtime loss with a big dog. We had like a you know an overtime win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, with those, yeah, especially like with like the big plus money ones. Like that's all you're asking for is just just for them to hang in there, and then if you can get like because. Uh yeah, because I mean, with with it being three on three and turn in in overtime, like there's just so there's so many breakaways, there's so many uh, you know two on ones, and you know it's not exactly a, a coin flip, but it's way more variance than than um than 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 it is on five on five, and yeah, I mean if you have a plus one eighty dog in three on three, like that's just fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, overtime hockey is something, man. Yeah, I used to never like uh, I started off and I used to watch a lot of your bets. And now, like, a lot of times I won't watch them. And, you know, sometimes I will. But, man, when when you get into that overtime and you got like a significant amount of money on it, it is the most stressful and exciting uh, shit there is in sports betting. I mean, it is just that three and three hockey. I, I love it. I love just, it. Yeah, it's just so wide open. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I think they should just change the game. Just change change hockey to like four on four or something. <laughs> it, it, just just make the game like 
it would be so entertaining. It's so entertaining when it when it's three on three, four on four. It's it's uh it's crazy watching these guys play and and it more open ice, uh more you know, chances for, you know, good players to shine and whatever. Uh but yeah, I, I really enjoy watching it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh yeah, did did you see that that bit that that huge fight between uh t- uh Tampa and Vegas? Uh no, no, uh I remember you were talking about it. Yeah, they're yeah, they're these guys are just yeah, I'm kinda going back and forth at it and then and then one guy just like shoved a stick in this guy's chest and from Vegas and 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 uh and then the, the, they started like going at it and then like everybody not everybody but like a lot of people joined in and like there's there's like there's like nine fights like going on at the same time and no guys, like, way. piling on each other yeah there's like i think like over like over 100 minutes of penalties <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh my was, god! No, I'm gonna YouTube that though. That sounds pretty insane. Yeah. Who are the biggest guys that like got involved? Damn. Yeah, you don't you don't see fights nearly like you used to. I I, I remember I I YouTube some uh the old hockey fights, and uh, yeah, it, it, there used to be bench clearing brawls that were just like insane. Oh yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, and that uh. And that in that in those top ten calls from from the Buffalo Sabers, there's yeah there, there's one of uh, of snow versus uh, shields the the two goalies going at it goalie fights are the best they're so rare but it's awesome when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> A hundred and forty-four penalty minutes in that fight. Uh, the oh my god! I guess one. <laughs> that is funny. Keegan uh, Colasar uh, clipped uh, Maroon after the whistle, and and so Maroon like shoved him, and then Colasar just fucking swung. <laughs> and yeah, Corey Perry, Nicholas Haig. And Bogusan and Mickey Eatmasan, a new light appointment player, fought uh, Zach Whitecloud. Yeah. Okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah, pretty entertaining. March Madness coming up in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, meaningful to some. Yeah, the yeah the. That's gonna be a touchdown. There's no extra point, but that may be meaningful to some of you. And you know who I mean. My Ohio State Buckeyes are <laughs> making a run at the Big Ten tournament. Oh, are they? Shocking the world as a 13 seed. Yeah. Yeah, they just beat Iowa, and then they just beat Michigan State, who's ranked number five, I think. And yeah, they're yeah they're playing in the in the in the semifinals tomorrow or conference 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 yeah finals yeah finals tomorrow really? yeah for the. They're yeah, in the they final. Yeah, th- yeah. They win if they win tomorrow, they'll they'll go to the Big Ten championship. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, nice, nice. Lowest, lowest Big Ten uh, seed ever to to make the semifinals. Oh wow, those conference tournaments are so much fun. You can just waste an entire day in the sports book and and just be so entertained. I mean, just you know, you can bet every game on the sheet, it, it, even if you're just betting like. 10, 20 bucks a game. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, to have a rooting interest and to like, I mean, you just go down the list. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Cause yeah, there's, yeah. Cause there, yeah, these, a lot of these games are like really close and you know, then there's, you know, they're college kids, so they're not pros. So they're making all kinds of mistakes and turnovers and guys missing, you know, both free throws and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, the last, last stuff here would be, yes, Vegas, baby, Vegas. And, Vegas, baby, Vegas! And, yeah, then, kind of, yeah, again, just more match madness stuff. How's, how's, uh, how's things been? I mean, it sounds like, yeah, a lot of people at the win the started, uh, people start piling in there already. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, I'd rather be playing at the Bellagio and, and the really big game, but, uh, you know, there, there's been some, like, I don't get to play very often, so I'm going to give, give it a go tomorrow. Hopefully I can run good and, um, but you know, there's, there's still plenty of poker to be played. Like, you know, there, there's always going to be a game and, and, uh, yeah, just get in there and battle a little bit, do my best when I can. Yeah. Maybe some live streams for me soon too. Yeah, yeah, they they're 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 play on Fridays here at Poker House they stream uh um uh ten uh five ten twenty five with uh it's a three K men, uh but it's uncapped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I might give it a go. Mm-hmm. Take a little trip down to Texas. But yeah, that that'll be soon. Uh hopefully yeah, we'll put a link in the uh in the podcast. Can have some people uh watch me and tell me how bad I played. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all people do. <laughs> <It's> just right. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to just uh, kind of accept it, you know. It's it's it is what it is, and uh, you know, I'm I'm still. Uh, you're always gonna have haters out there and, cr- and critics and whatnot and whatever, and it doesn't matter who you are or how successful you you are or have been. But I'm never gonna be criticized more than I criticize myself, right? So I I look at every hand I play. And I'm I'm my own hardest critic, right? So it's like, damn, sure. you know, I, I I shouldn't have done that, or I could have done this, and and blah blah blah. So if you get some some public criticism, oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Join, absolutely. Join the group. Join the group. <laughs> yeah. Re- yeah. We'll go. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Welcome to doing anything outside of your house. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. Like. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if you put yeah, if you do anything on social media, yeah, no, it's like yeah, all yeah, all 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 the time, 
yeah, you just hear what a, yeah, degenerate you are, or, yeah, how terrible you are, or, like, oh, where does this guy play? Like, I, I, I should just sit this guy full time. And Dad's like, all right, well, here, come on out. Like, I'm I'm out here. Like, you know where to find me. Like, <laughs> where are you? Yeah. You're behind a computer. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, you know, it's like that, yeah, it just goes back to that man, man, the, man in the arena quote, you know. Uh, really yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Talk how you want, but the guy, you know, guys, you know, all that matters is who's out here. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I remember on uh, years and years ago in the Epic Poker League, one of my probably still my most memorable hand ever, and I talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, it was where I shoved over a, a raise, an open shove. And someone re-raises on top, and I and I like four bet shoved all in pre-flop with deuce four offsuit, um, and I got in all in against aces and queens, and I I made trip fours, and you know if this weren't a televised event, um, you know, but th- this was a televised event probably like about ten years ago or something or maybe even longer, like 12 or 13 years ago. And, uh, yeah, there was, I got such a lashing from like the two plus tours and <laughs> sure. one of those guys. And, and, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not out here trying to defend myself. I'm just, I'm doing my, you know, I'm doing my best. I'm playing and, uh, trying to make a living at what I do. And, and, you know, making my own decisions so that's that's all i you know that's all you can do yeah exactly for sure and oh yeah shout out to 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 Vito and austin who were drinking in this one three game and they were unable to to break away from that to to come on the podcast they so desperately wanted to come on yeah yeah we'll get we'll get them on soon austin's been like <laughs> He's been a good buddy of mine. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I'd like to have Austin on here, and I just met Vito for the first time. Nice guy, Italian from New Jersey. Uh, hard not to like guys like that. I mean, I, you know, they're just... Yeah. I, you know, the, I, I'm, I was born and raised in upstate New York, and uh, I still find myself really... Um, being in Vegas for like 20 years, I still find myself really gravitating most towards, you know, a lot of the East Coast guys. They're just, yeah, you know, they kind of wear their heart on their sleeves. They're, they'll tell you, tell you like it is. Uh, and yeah, so I, I, I met Vito recently too, and he, he's a good guy too. So yeah, can't, I'm excited to have those guys on the podcast. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, there's, there's this one, one, one guy, at, here at Poker House who plays called Boots, and he's he's not from New York, but he's like from the Massachusetts area, and so, yeah, like all the time at the table, he'll just be doing like Boston accents and New York accents, and you know, like going, be like going back and forth, like, uh, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Oh, this, this fucking guy, uh, you're not, you, you calling? You calling? No, nah, he's not calling. 
So, thanks for hanging out with Joe and I this week. Review, give us five stars, email us with any feedback you might have at whenthechipsaredownpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your own hand or questions you might have about poker. You can find Joe on Instagram at thandj. You're not going to tell you where you can find Willie since he couldn't find the podcast this week. And of course, you can find myself at Biking19 on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Coming up in episode number 13, Scott and I will link back up and resume how poker is treating us in March and what is all going on at the tables. Keep grinding, guys.